The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Skip Johnson thinks we should start every show with the theme song from NFL Films. He sent it to me on the bus ride to Seattle at about 11 o'clock uh, Sunday night. Mm-hmm. I was I was sitting five, six rows behind him, and I get a text from Coach. And it is... Uh, it is the theme song of NFL films. Like, you know, like the uh, what was the guy's name? John Fasanda. The big voice, yeah. yeah. The, it's a great song. The autumn wind is a pirate. That one, but it's not with the voice. Right. He goes, "This should be your open every day." So I, I just you know sent back a laughing emoji or something. Next morning I get up and he goes, "Did you use the open today?" And I was like, "Coach, we're getting on a plane right now. I didn't do my show today." He goes, "What did CJ say about it?" I was like, "TJ's in Washington D.C. right now. I haven't let him know yet." He's like, "You got to do it. You got to you got to use this to start your show every day." So, huh? Anyway, just letting you know that is uh, Coach. I figured he'd pick like a baseball theme or something like this week uh-huh. in baseball. I've learned this about Skip. Uh, he doesn't, as far as I can tell, he's not on any social medias like. I mean, I do, he does the looky he here, does the looky like here that, thing. but I've never heard him reference anything but YouTube videos. Like, he will frequently send me YouTube videos. <laughs> never Instagram, never Twitter, never anything right. else. But it'll be like, look at this fish this guy caught. Or it's fishing and hunting videos. Or, yeah. or a message. It'll, sometimes it'll be an inspirational speech. He'll send me, look at this speech. Uh, you got to play this on your show. It's always YouTube videos with him, so. Anyway. Hey, some people love YouTube. My kid lives on it. Good so. morning, everybody! Good morning. It is a new day on this Wednesday, May 17th. LDACC 8 Day de Mayo. T-Row in the morning showtime here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans, brought to you every day by Riverwind. And it is a very exciting day because my best friend is back! My best friend is back, baby! T.J. Perry you is back. You only did two shows without me. I oh, feel like I was gone I for haven't so talked long. to you in oh, like almost a week. Ah, it's been so long. Good morning, T.J. Oh, good morning. Welcome back, buddy. Ah, oh, thanks. Who turned out the heat while I was gone? Jeez, it's Are cold you... outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a little chilly this morning, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. How was it in D.C.? Was it hot? It was uh, about perfect. There was a couple of days it got a little uh, hot just because you're, you know, chugging around on foot. But uh, the body temperature gets elevated right, right. because of but the. No, it was uh, nice in the seventies. And how many uh, steps did you take a day? I don't remember the steps. We averaged about oh twelve to thirteen miles a day. Whoa! What are you, Travis Davidson? No, but I did at one time think like 
full of it. Like, there's no way he doubled this up. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> that that's was, funny. That was from all day of walking, 13 miles. Oh, well, welcome back. It looked Thank like you. just Thank based you. on your Instagram photos that you had a whale of a time. It was a wonderful experience. Very honored to have got to do it and uh, had a lot of fun. Yeah. And now you are, uh, are you reinvigorated about American government now after visiting our nation's capital? What is that supposed to mean? Reinvigorated. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. if you went there and you're actually, like, you I know was, what? Actually, I was mad Democracy, on Democracy, God bless America. Actually, yeah. I was mad on Monday. And we were at the memorial service and uh, looking through the pamphlet. And it says, keynote speaker, Joseph Biden. And I said, sweet. We get to see the president today. Yeah. No show? Uh, someone got up there and said, got a note to read for Biden. He's not here today. I'm like, oh, big shocker. Dadgummit. Apparently his daughter, a granddaughter, decided to graduate college on a Monday morning. I don't know. Stupid granddaughter. <laughs> What's more important? This is what I'm talking to you about all the time. He chose family over right. police officers. Now, I, once I figured out what exactly the excuse what was, I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll let him have that excuse, all but right. it seems convenient. Well, I want to hear all about it. I want to hear every nook and cranny and everything. I'm, su- I'm sorry I surprised you this morning. They were supposed to give you a heads up that I'd be coming no one in. gave me a heads up. I didn't know I was expecting I startled. Company. I startled TJ. Glad I dressed today. He saw me drive in. I saw him look out the window when I drove in, and then I stood out there knocking for like five minutes. Well, people drive in all the time because they like to drop their kids in this field for school. Oh, really? And so <laughs> I, I'm used to cars driving back that way and don't even think about it. I, once you knocked, I was like, oh, that was Toby's car, so... That was my car. Yeah. yeah, and it is a little early, I guess, for that drop off. But they start here pretty pretty early sometimes with practices and stuff. So yeah, I'm here today. I'm in studio today. Uh, the nobleman will be joining the nobleman. us between seven and eight a.m. this morning. Noble right, McIntyre's going to be here, and then afterwards, I'm visiting the Green family today. So um, I'm looking forward to that. We are uh, going to play a little golf. Not Noble McIntyre. Me and the boys. Oh, okay. Uh, duck fan okay. are going to swing the clubs a bit. That'd got be kind nice. of a, a f- nice. We got like a farewell uh, cookout tonight for Trev. He's leaving on – we're taking him to Albuquerque on Sunday. So. Oh, man. Nana and Popper coming over. Nana's making potato salad. We're throwing some smash burgers on the grill. We got a big day ahead of us There's today. an emotional weekend coming up. Um, How's Mama Bear going to handle that? I mean, he's a grown man at this point, but uh, – Anytime a kid moves off like that. That's a good question. I think I haven't seen anything so far other than we're excited for him. It is a little different. Like, he's not going to college. He's 25. That's what I mean. Like, I mean, he's starting his life, and he's got a, a new job yeah. and all that. So it's different, but we're excited. still always your kid. We're excited that he's got a job. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's understandable. Yes. <laughs> so I think that's the overriding feeling. Although when when uh, you know when we leave him in Albuquerque, it'll I'm sure that we'll we'll have a few tears. But it, you know it's not, it's a nice distance. Like we can drive to Albuquerque in a you know a third of a day. We can get there, and probably will quite frequently. You can get cheap flights to Albuquerque. So right, yeah, I'm that's not, true. I'm not. It's not like he's. Uh, I think it'd be different if he was going to New York or. Seattle or something like that, but Albuquerque feels like that's yeah, just right over there. 
we can get there if we need to. So, I don't know. feels good. feels fine. Next week's going to be crazy, though. I'm going to do uh, Monday and Tuesday shows from Albuquerque. Oh, Josh, then you got Arlington. And I'm going straight from there to Arlington. Gosh. So I'll be out of, out of pocket, hopefully all week. Hopefully, well, probably either way. Even if they go in two, I'll probably be in Arlington through Friday. But. Sure. Anywho, anywho, it's good to be back with you, TJ. Oh, you too. You know, at one point, we were about 17,000 miles apart last week. We were. We were. I rounded up on that. I was uh, going to bed most of that series when you were just starting, so. Jerk. (laughs) It was a three-hour difference. I would never do that to you. Yes, you would. (laughs) Especially after walking 13 miles a day. I should have been texting you updates throughout the game. Uh, Well, my phone's on silent at night. Uh I wouldn't have got them until the next day, but then I could have texted you back. What a way to wake up, though. Did you have to wake up and go, man, I wonder if OU won last night. Uh, Yes, I did a couple of times, actually. And then you're like, yes! Yes, they won. Yes! It was a good weekend for them, it looked like. It was a sweep, Teach. It was a sweep. That's what they wanted. They want them all. Yes. You demanded it, and they delivered. I didn't demand it. I said that's preferable. Yeah. Yeah. They did it. They did it. They did it. Then I changed my flight yesterday. Think, ah, get to see some OU baseball, and then you text me. I do not believe you changed your flight to see OU baseball. You guys do this a lot. You guys frequently are on vacation and change your flights coming back home. Like You're like, you know what? Enough vacation. Let's just get home. I think this is the first time we've ever done nope. that. <laughs> I think it was. No. Nope. Now, we've had plane, flights canceled and mm. moved and stuff like that, but I think this is the first time that we've You guys had enough of D.C.? We had enough of D.C. Yeah. All right, let's just get back. And we, were, we weren't supposed to get back until 12.30 midnight uh, a few hours ago. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, by the time we get our bags and get home, I'm like, mm. sounded good when we booked it. going to be late. Uh, everybody's getting up, going to work and school, and I was like, what do they have that's earlier on Tuesday? And the first thing I said to Katie was, we'll get back in time now. We can go if we feel like it. We're going to be wore out, but if we feel like it, we'll get to catch some OU baseball. Right. And <clears throat> it was 30 seconds. I mean, it was not more than 30 <laughs> seconds that you text. It was like you were listening to our conversation. <laughs> I'm like, huh. Never mind, the game just got canceled. I do have some pretty good connections in the nation's (laughs) capital. You ever heard of Watergate? Right. Uh, I I think you knew before anybody knew. I just was, like, giving you a heads up. Yeah. Well. Anyway. We had already booked the trip, so we couldn't change it back. It was a good night for OU last night. Uh, They didn't play and went up two spots in the RPI because of it. So That's good. That's always good. I don't know if it's a good decision or not. I understand the people who are wanting to watch them who are unhappy they didn't get to want to watch them. But from a uh, mathematics, strategic, and pitching standpoint, probably the right decision. And UTA didn't want to play either. So I think everybody made the right decision. But if you have season tickets or you – we're planning to go to the game last night. I understand being frustrated. If you didn't well, if you had season tickets, it was not a part of the season ticket package. Oh, they really? were just free tickets because that game was that mm. one flex that game or whatever it's game. called. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we can talk more about that coming up. I got to hear all about DC today. Uh, NBA draft lottery was last night. Had gum spurs. <laughs> gum spurs. <laughs> Are they not the worst? They're the worst. Oh I can't God. stand the Spurs. Who made a deal with the devil in San Antonio? Greg Popovich. That too. Unbelievable. I mean. This you, one doesn't. Like I've said all along, I don't think he works out. There's too much hype with him. Maybe you're right, but come on. I'm most likely wrong. 
but they got another one. Like, he, they've got to have a bust, right? <laughs> this is the guy. This is the bust. I don't know, but like. He's the can't miss. Now, everybody's already saying, oh, they got him with the number one pick. Well, the draft hasn't even happened, but everyone knows he's the number one yeah. pick. What? He's got to be a bust. They've had like three bad seasons in the last <laughs> 40 years. And every one time they've got a franchise generational first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. And the one year or the decade apart, they still had a guy in his prime. He just happened to be hurt that year. And they were so terrible, they ended up with another one. You talking about Kawhi? No, I'm talking about when... David went down and was hurt. Oh. That's the reason they got Tim. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The fortune of the San Antonio Spurs. Just sickening. The fans all happy last night. I was just stupid fans. By it. <laughs> Did you see that bar? <laughs> yes. Oh, that was pretty funny, actually. There was a bar in San Antonio where uh, the bar promised to pay for everybody's drinks. Is that what it was? If the Spurs got the number one was. pick? Yeah, they're paying their tab or their their drink or whatever it was. It'll be a meme because we'll figure out a way to it use it. It looks like that, that other bar that gets pay- pasted with every event that everybody's yeah. going nuts. Uh, when, the, when they got the number one pick, the whole place, just pandemonium breaks out. It's full, too. Pandemonium breaks out. So, unbelievable. The stupid Spurs, TJ. Honestly, like, when it's unfolding and it wasn't the Thunder, I was trying to decide, all right, what's like, well, I don't want them. I don't want the Rockets. Oh, I don't I don't want the Blazers. Uh, who else was up there with a shot? Detroit could have I had don't a want shot. Detroit's had too many. I don't want him going to Detroit. I was like, there wasn't really a good landing place. Like, Charlotte was like, all right, who cares about Charlotte? Okay, that would be fine. Spurs. Oh, just, ugh. Oh. Just sickening. Stupid Spurs. I'm going to be wrong on this, but gosh, he's got to be a bust. This is typical, TJ. Everybody's saying this, so you're saying the other thing. But maybe you're right, but... 7'5", he's creepy tall. Like, I can't stand the creepy skinny tall guys. He moves like a 6'5 guy, but he's 7'5". We get a decade of Wimbanyama versus Holmgren in the West. Oh. <laughs> Just tall, skinny guys going one-on-one. Uh, nobody let them near a field playing outside. <laughs> Start a fire. Two sticks rubbing Rubbing together. together. <laughs> that sound good. Uh, all right, we're underway. Uh, we got a lot of ground to cover today. 405-651-3439. If you want to text the show, that's our Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. I'm in studio today on a Wednesday morning, the seventh-ranked day of the week. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Toby and TJ back with you, T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by McIntyre Law. You'll hear all about McIntyre Law. Is it next hour? Is he coming in at 7 a.m. hour? That's right. Uh, Noble will join us next hour for McIntyre Law. Personal injury attorneys. Find out more information. McIntyreLaw.com, 405-917-5200. What's the uh, te- Knippelmeyer <laughs> Chevrolet text line? Reengage the brain. Yep, you I got almost it. said something you got else. It. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Welcome good back, morning. TJ. Hope you guys have a great day. And Boomer, that's from Brian in Tulsa. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. 
Hello, Awan and Turkey Bacon. Uh, good morning. Please ask Toby as he, if he has heard Charles Barkley's comments saying that listening to a game on the radio is the dumbest thing he's ever heard of. Oh, I have heard that. Yeah, he's never listened to a game on a radio, he said. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know that Charles has ever watched a game, much less uh, yeah. uh, parts of them. Uh, and then he just says, ah, oh, that's stupid. Uh, I guess we may have to take back a at least a small part of the 11 a.m. complaints that we've made. Um, looks like they are picking up Colorado for noon games when they can this season. 10 a.m. in the mountains. Yuck. Eric in Illinois. Hmm. I mean, I've said the same thing for years. 11 a.m. is not a uh, undesired TV slot. It's the most desired TV slot now. Well, I don't know if I'd say most. I still say, like, prime time is probably the most. But 11 a.m. is highly sought after. It's right out of the pregame shows, all that kind of stuff. It is it is prime college football viewing. The problem with 11 a.m. is not that you're playing when nobody's watching. The problem is it's hard for fans for home games. It's just... It's bad for business. You don't sell as much stuff if you're on Campus Corner. Uh, you don't get the tailgate as long. It's just not as fun. But it's not a bad TV window at all. You know, big noon kickoffs, 11 a.m. right out of game day, all that kind of stuff. It's been all the slot, 2.30 slots, a good slot. Prime times. Yeah, I mean, college football is a monster. and All of them are good slots. Uh, it's just hard for fans, that's all. Uh, I was trying to figure out. Why are the phones blowing up this morning? Uh, we're not doing golfers today, right? Golfers Obviously. will be tomorrow. Golfers <laughs> will be tomorrow. Yes, PGA Championship will be tomorrow. And uh, by the way, BT Dubs, coming up at 8.05 this morning, Andrew Shepard, my buddy Shep, Spotter Shepard, is going to join us live from Oak Hill. He is the personal spotter for Andrew Nor- for Andy North. Uh this week he uh did that at southern hills last year and they became buds and so andy asked him if he'd come be a spotter again this year up at uh, oak hill and so yeah we're gonna he's been up there walking the course with andy north and he, he's gonna uh give us a live update from oak hill coming up at 805 this morning but yes we will be giving away golfers tomorrow morning on the show brought to you by the jimmy austin OU golf club Mitch in Earlsboro says, good and bad. No longer working from home, but now I get to listen to you guys every morning on my way yes! to work again. Happy hump day. That's great news, Mitch from Earlsboro. Must um, not live in uh, D.C. I think everyone just works from home now. Oh, is that so. right? Nobody on the roads? Like, uh, roads, yes, cars and stuff. But was, I was expecting hustle and bustle on the sidewalks, kind of like New York. Like right. people in their business suits and going back and forth with sure. their briefcases and Nothing. Hustle and Ghost hustle. Town. Ghost How'd town. you get around? Did you guys just hoof it? I guess you, you did 12, 13 miles We a day. did um, everything you could possibly think of. You didn't uh, hop on those uh, little scooters like I recommended. We did. Oh, you did? We did one night. That's how we did our nighttime tour of the monuments. Did Instead you, of getting was... on the bus, we uh, took our own scooters. How did it go? It went great until right before our, we got back to our hotel, my scooter died. You didn't so. hurt yourself, though. Nope, never hurt ourselves. Great. Um, I think we were doing a lot of illegal uh, on sidewalks in different areas. Did they have like an extra wide like 
like training wheel one for you or no, anything? No, I just had a lime scooter and it chugged along, man. It hauled. Katie and Bronx shared a scooter. Some of those go too fast, I think. Uh, it was pretty fast uh, early on until the battery started draining Katie on Katie and Bronx shared a scooter? They shared a scooter. Who drove? Um, He stood in front. She stood behind. They kind of both shared duties. and I, I think he did some, but she held on. So, that sounds dangerous. Yeah. Are you wearing the old-fashioned T-Row in the Morning Show t-shirt today? I am. Nice. I haven't seen that thing in a long time. Look at that. Look at that. that I knew you were going to be in studio. I wore vintage for you. I think it's a decade old at least. <laughs> I think it's longer than that. So, But, yes, uh, so that was fun because we we saw everything that the bus would have taken us to but did it on the scooters. That sounds like and the way to do it. found a, you're not gonna kill a cookie yourself. place that was in the middle of nowhere. We're like, let's go find this Captain Cookie and the Milkman shop. Had somebody told you about it? Uh, we had just I had read about it, and then Bronx said, hey, how about this Captain Cookie place? I'm like, all right. It was the only place open for dessert like that time, and not besides gelato. We didn't want gelato. We could not find this place. We passed it like two or three times, and finally this guy's out on the sidewalk. He goes, Captain Cookie and the Milkman, you looking for that? We're like, yeah, and he goes, I'm just standing outside. It's right there. And it was like this nowhere, a door, and it just said Captain Cookie above it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the dude. He goes, I just started working here, but it's hot in here. So I was standing out on the sidewalk. So I keep going back and forth a few times. Is it good? It wasn't worth the trip. It wasn't good? It was all right. It was, they were good cookies. I don't but they think were you should be cookies. running around D.C. at night too much. Um, some parts of D.C. that are quite frightening. We did have a man that lived by us in a uh, tent that we called Nerf Man that he would shoot Nerf guns at us when we would walk by at night. So we had to be cautious of him sometimes on the route we would take home. So, uh, Incoming. <laughs> like, there's Nerf Man. And I was like, the first night I was like, I went protective, like ripping my child to the side, like, uh -huh. this guy got in his hands? Uh -huh. um, and panic set in, it's and I'm like, oh, a, it's, it's a, blue, a nerf and, gun. blue and orange Nerf gun. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, the scooters were a lot of fun. They were a lot of fun. We had fun on the scooters. Mine kept yelling, are you counting that in your miles covered? No, that wasn't walking. Oh, no, okay. no. But it did, like, my watch kept telling me, I think you're on a cycle. Let's do a cycle exercise. And the, the, the scooters kept saying, no riding on the sidewalk, please. No riding on the sidewalk, please. No riding on the sidewalk, please. And it would not stop because all I stayed on was the sidewalk. Get off the sidewalk, I'm like going to ride in the street. Those mm. people are crazy, man, that ride in the streets around there. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> so there were some bike lanes we stayed on, and I was fine. Trying to find the, the mute button the whole time. Scooter kept quit yelling at me. So <laughs> um, that was actually one of the more fun things we did was the scooters in the nighttime tour. Yeah. So That seems like the way to go. Yeah. It was uh, it was also cost effective. How much does that thing cost? I've never rode one. We rode for about had to have been over two hours, and both were forty something dollars. So about probably ninety bucks total, where the bus was going to cost us like a hundred and sixty. Mm -hmm. So and we went to all the places that it went. So that's worth. And it. it was actually more fun Did on the scooter. Did you keep the same ones, or you just drop one, and when you no. come out, you pick up another one? Kept and... the same ones. How kept the same that? ones. How just about kept that? chugging along. Yeah. What kind of a world are we living in today? Scooter world. Mm -hmm. um, name another seven foot plus kid that's panned out for a long while. That's from Chris Rich. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant six <laughs> eleven. Okay. <laughs> Uh, how about uh, uh, Jokic, Embiid? Yeah. Every MVP of the last 
How many ever years that they've won it? Um, yeah, I don't. I think that's a bad take, Chris Rich three one six. There have been some good bad uh, uh, bad guys. No, Big Novitsky, guys. He was pretty good. Uh, Dirk was a seven footer. Mm-hmm. Of the ones you've named so far, only the uh, the only one to win a championship. KD's won championship with the Warriors. He's six eleven. We've established he's not seven <laughs> foot plus. Okay, my bad. <laughs> uh, this one says Pop's going to coach till he's ninety. Let's go! Oh my god! Uh, I thought wasn't he done? Antonio. Well, he. I think he is retiring. I. I think he's headed for retirement. I can't remember if he's announced. It wasn't this year because we would have had the whole rock. His, I thought it was his send off this year for no, some reason. We would have had the whole rocking chair thing and everything, but this will reinvigorate him for sure. Wimbenyama. Wimbenyama. Did you see uh, Wendy last night, by the way, in France? Yes, they were both like, eh, it's 2 in the morning here. Uh, <laughs> congratulations for going to the Spurs. He's like he's inter- he was interviewing him in a closet. <laughs> I don't know what was going and on. And the here. microphones the weren't working. sitting there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At least we get to hear your uh, French accent again now in the NBA. That's great. <laughs> it's always with a San Antonio Spurs, too. <laughs> <laughs> Finally got rid of Tony Parker. Uh, last one here. Welcome back, TJ. Missed you. Welcome back, the air. TJ. Looked like a really cool experience for the fam in D.C. Y'all have a great day. Um, Thank you, Burley. Yeah, we got to hear all about the D.C. adventure. Right, well, take a break. Wednesday morning, it's the T-Row in the morning show. TJ's back. We'll be back right after this. The Ref Radio Sports <laughs> Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Toby and TJ back with you Wednesday morning. We got Bedlam Baseball starting tomorrow night in Norman. Huge final season of the or final series of the regular season. TJ, first time the Bedlam Conference Series has been played in Norman in its entirety. Since 1982. Wow. Over 40 years. How about that? This is going to be awesome. Cowboys still with a mathematical shot at the Big 12 title. They are still hoping to finish strong and host a regional. Right now, they're right on that line. Sooners squarely on the NCAA bubble. I think we'll see more uh Field of 64 projections today and tomorrow. I saw one yesterday that had them in, and they weren't even in the last five in. Uh, But they're on the bubble, no doubt, uh, trying to improve their Big 12 positioning uh, for the tourney, trying to improve their resume, all that kind of stuff. So huge games coming up. Game one, 6.30 tomorrow night. Friday looks a little iffy weather-wise. So we'll see. Hopefully we can play three in three days and not have to double up. But Saturday looks good. If they need to double up, they could do it on Saturday. Nobody wants to play on Sunday. I think um, unless it changes a little bit, the map yesterday, he had that clearing out of the local area like early in the day Friday. Good. So I think it's more overnight Thursday into Friday morning. So good. I think they'll be all right. But there was one that might dip down, so we may have to watch that one. But I think they'll be good. That's great. Softball uh, regional begins Friday at 4 for OU. They get Hofstra, Missouri, and Cal. The other two teams here will play at uh, 6.30 or 
after that one. But of foremost concern today is TJ's trip to Washington D.C. So, uh, what did you what did you like the most? What did you do that you liked the most? Sitting down just with tell me uh, what you did. sitting down with my uh, with Joe for a few hours and letting him know. Did you some get the Bendis here? He, uh, needs to change and some yeah. things he needs to work on. In the Oval or in the Situation Room? Where'd you guys uh, both? Converse? We went all around. We went all around. Nice. Um, he had a little scooter too. We just kind of <laughs> cruised around. Um, it was a uh, it was a pretty awesome experience. A lady I, rode by me yesterday in. A, I, don't, I don't like to brag about being a private member, Sam's. But I, a lady. Rode by me and Sam's on a motorized trike yesterday. Have you seen these? On a trike? It was a trike. Three-wheeled? It no, was a, it I was seen like that. it was a trike. She <laughs> and she did not care about any other human beings. Like she almost ran me over. Like a little basket on the front or something? Yeah. Or? Huh. Yeah. She almost ran me over, didn't even look at me, and was just plowing through the store. Uh, people, people were She's like the Harley of Grand diving <laughs> out of the way. Her motor, her trike motorcycle. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, no, it was an awesome experience. We had a uh, a lot of fun. It was an honor to be there at a lot of the events. It Why were you there? Made you feel special. National Police Week, and uh, they've got a candlelight visual that we attended on Saturday night. There's a big memorial service uh, at at the Capitol on Mondays. That's on uh, May 15th of every year. And the candlelight. And Katie visual, got selected to go to this. She was from the uh, Norman FOP that she got to go. She thought there was one other representative. We ended up being the only ones from Norman. The other guy had to cancel for um, some other reasons. But um, so we were the only ones there from Norman. We we saw Edmund Police there. We ran into a Tulsa. It, it, it was so you saw a lot of them on Friday when we first got there, and and Saturday you see them around town, and then. When we went to the candlelight vigil, Saturday was raining all day. The The weather was terrible, and we're like, man, this is going to stink because the, the vigil's tonight, and I don't know how they're going to do it or if they're going to have it, and then it just— Hard to I, light the candles in the rain. Right, 30 minutes before. Regardless of what Elton John says. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> His is in the wind. Oh, that's right. Um, that's, that's right. right. Uh, 30 minutes before, it just cleared right up and was a beautiful night, and to walk up on that the first time, and there's forty to 50,000 officers Jeez. from around the country Jeez. all in one spot and they've got the big stage there in the capitol not in the a good time to be committing a crime in dc and, or it's a great time i mean however you want to look at it i don't know <laughs> but when we first walk up it was like uh all the horse uh, guys with their uh the mounted police and stuff yeah. from all across the country and they were just lined up like i don't know three four hundred yards That's of awesome. guys on their horses and one sheriff from some texas town He's got to be famous from wherever he's at, but I'm talking old school vest, black vest, cowboy with hat, the, with the the star and the cowboy <laughs> hat, and he had a cat that just sat on his shoulder. No, it just laid across his shoulder, and uh, yeah. I think I've got a picture of that. I'll have to find it, and send it to you. Disapproved. It's like a little fluffy cat, and it just you could tell every day he goes to work with him and just sits on his shoulder, mm. and so, but seeing that and then going through the service and. Uh, they read off every name of an officer that was lost last year in the line of duty. Jeez, you said yeah. it was like 500? 544, I think is what it was. Holy if I'm wrong God. on that, I'm sorry. But I think it was 544 names. I think it took like a little under two hours to read all the names. Tommy Johnson was there for Oklahoma. He read some of the Oklahoma names. Um, and then at the end, after they read all the names, then they everyone lit the candles, and it was you know, 50,000, 60,000 candles all at once uh, on the – 
on the lawn there and it was it was pretty it was pretty special that was that was uh, probably powerful. all three of our favorite moments that yeah. we, we won't forget that the memorial service was great on monday um but wasn't quite as emotional as that that vigil on saturday night so and they played some videos obviously of some officers and their different stories and their families where was that there. at uh, the vigil was on the uh, the mall, the National mm-hmm. Mall. So you could see the Capitol behind the stage, the stage where you were facing them behind you. You could see the monument yeah. at night. So then it was all along the National Mall on the grass there. So 50, 60, I don't know how many thousands of people. Jeez. We've heard estimates that there was 50,000 officers there at once. So we don't know that for sure, but that's what the number we kept getting. So um, that was probably the, the most emotional and, and, and coolest thing. But then we... We did everything, man. We we had the memorial service on Monday. We, Your wife we just a, sent me a picture of the uh, officer with, oh, the, with cat the cat on his yeah. shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's out of a movie. His, uh, he's got the, uh, uh, it's not a bolo. What kind of tie is that? Like, it's the bow tie, but it's like the string bow tie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he was old school, like he, the old he, west. He does look like he walked out of the <laughs> 1920s, rode out of the 1920s. Right. That cat didn't move. That cat was like not phased by the crowd, the other Deputy. hundreds of horses. The cat's been deputized. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, but yeah, then we did all the touristy thing. The Friday when we first got there, we were uh, we were really concerned because we had a tight window for our White House tour. We made it in time. Oh yeah. Um, How was that? It was cool. It was cool. Um, it was just the East Wing, and you kind of just roamed yourself. It wasn't even like yeah. a tour or anything. You just kind of got to walk through and. Like the red room and the blue room, right? And the green all the room different all colored rooms yeah. and all that, and they had um, orchestra, like a uh, string musician set up and playing music in all these different rooms and stuff. And they said, "Someone said, is this uh, normal?" And they go, "Nah, it's just for you guys." And we don't know if the guy was joking or not. And he goes, "No, they're normally not here." Yeah. And so, all right, that's cool. I don't think they give public tours anymore of the White House. I think think they've just started it back up from what they were hearing. But it's you got to go through like a forty-eight hour process and be cleared, and you kind of had to. You can't just line up. Katie went through someone with the Secret Service that she knew, and it was involved with Police Week, so that's how we ended up getting the tour. And I totally forgot about Toby in the Pentagon. Yeah, never even thought about it. And then the last day we were there, I took I looked at Kay. I was like. I didn't even think about Toby in the Pentagon, mm-hmm. and sure enough, we were at the airport, and he messaged me on uh, uh, one of the social media. I'm very DM me. And he says, "Dude, I just realized you're here for Police Week. I can get you a tour. It'll take 24 hours for clearance." I'm like, "Ah, we're at the airport." I was like, "I actually just thought about you yesterday, so uh, that would have been cool, but we didn't get that opportunity." But the the changing of the guard was incredible. Um, we got to watch that. Um, there was so much more. I mean, there was there was things that we we attended that there was a thing called Tent City that was set up just for officers, and uh, it was way off in the middle of nowhere. We don't know why they had it where they had it, but it must have been a cheap parking lot. But it was all these tents with food and a bar and um, all these vendors and stuff set up, and it was only officers were and their families were the only yeah. people allowed into it. So that was uh, on Saturday afternoon. We went to that and then went to the Nationals game Friday night. Oh yeah. Um, that's a really cool ballpark. You weren't there when Jake pitched, were you? No, he pitched Sunday. Um, you like the ballpark? It was a nice ballpark, and it was cool. The I like the way the the area outside of it was done with the open air bars and restaurants, and mm-hmm. um, it was a lot bigger crowd than I expected for. They're not. Who very are they good. playing? The Mets. Okay, and that was 
the reason for the crowd. There was a yeah. lot of Mets fans there. So, uh, but a really cool ballpark, and then to see the mascots and the presidents. Oh with yeah, the big that's heads right. Yeah, running, all running around race. and stuff. So, uh, and a nice ballpark though. In fact, at one point I said, "Well, they like Sooner players, Bronx. You yeah, know, if you end up here, it's a nice ballpark." So yeah, they draft a lot of us. Um, I'm sure there's other things I'm going to think of along the way, but it was. I just, saw you at the Lincoln Memorial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did all uh, the monuments. Smithsonian. We did go to the Smithsonian. We went to the Spy Museum, uh-huh. which was suggested to us. It was the only museum we paid for because all the rest, Smithsonian's and all that, are you know free entry and everything. And we're like, this stinks. <laughs> you didn't like it? <laughs> it was supposed to like on the pamphlet and everything. Like it, we had had it recommended by a bunch of people. Like, oh, you'll love the Spy Museum and. I think we were irritated by it because we got there and then we couldn't get in and we had to have a specific time. And so then we had to leave and then come back and it wasted like a four hour window in the middle of the day. And then we got in there and it was like, this tour normally takes like two and a half, three hours. We were through it in 45 minutes and out of there. And it was like, ah, man. So we could have done so many other things in that time period. But uh, TJ does not recommend the spy museum. I don't recommend the spy museum. I don't know. Like, I was expecting a lot different than what it was. Like, when you first walk in, I'm like, this is going to be awesome. You sit down in this room, and it's a video narrated by Morgan Freeman. He goes, you don't know who's around you or what's yeah. happening. And you, you're supposed to play this. They're spying on you right you're now. You're supposed to pe- play like a spy. They give you a name and a background story, and you've got to remember all these facts and stuff. And I'm thinking. It's interactive. I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's interactive. Like, people were going to come up and be talking to me, and I was going to have to be watching other people in the room. It was none of that. You just went up to video boards and, like, answered questions. Like, What's your name? Is a guy in a video, and you're like, oh, my name is Rashawn. I'm from Switzerland. I'm a fitness instructor. <laughs> like you just keep hitting these buttons. I'm like, what is this? So we blew through it in like 45 minutes. So that wasn't quite what uh, it was made out to be. Swing and a miss. Yeah. Ate some great food. Um, Old Ebbets Grill was awesome. Maybe one of the best steaks I've ever had. Um, was the season just right? It was. Yeah. And it did have a sauce on it. Yeah. And I thought of you when I was eating it. I'm like, what? whatever this sauce is. It, 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 good steak is doesn't need sauce, Teach. Amazing. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, they had a Carmine's you there in You never DC. had my steak. Oh, yeah, so, you went to Carmine's. Went to Carmine's. Ah. Dude, I didn't know they had Carmine's in D.C. Uh, we didn't either until we walked past it. It's the it same then. Carmine's as in New York? Yeah, they've got it. So there's a, we, once we got in there, there's one in What'd New York, Washington, and the Bahamas. You get pasta? Uh... The meatballs, yeah. Uh, spaghetti and meatballs with oh, the Carmine salad. Talk slower. Talk slower. <laughs> they were giant, delicious meatballs. Carmine's might be the greatest meal I've ever had in my life. It's uh, And it, it we were worried, like, oh, this location may not be the same as yeah. that New York. It was just as delicious. It was awesome. They bring out the bread and the giant mm. salads. and Yeah, it was good. There you go. Good. Nation's so. capital, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. TJ's been uh, just like uh, Mr. Bill. He went to Washington. I did go to Washington. Yeah, and he's back, and he's changed the world. He's changed the world while he was there. I tried. Gas prices went down while you were there. Did they? Yeah. I paid like two ninety nine the other day. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. I worked on that while I was there. We'll be back. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. T-Row in the Morning Show. Toby and TJ back with you. McIntyre Law brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Noble will join us next hour. The Nobleman. We did not see the gentleman that we just saw during that commercial break. Oh, we didn't see him? No, we did not see him. Is he hiding from the authorities? He had a doctor's appointment, I think. 
So he was heading to a doctor's appointment. Uh, he he, he's so. here. And we're not supposed to. The public's <laughs> not supposed to know he was here. I don't think that's the case. Yeah. All right. So, uh, well, he didn't know it was me. He didn't know it was you. I I opened the door and oh. he he said, "Hey, I'm here to see TJ." And he started, and then he stopped and he looked back and he goes, "It's Toby." <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know who you were talking to. I thought it was Noble you were talking to at first, and I'm like. I went to unlock the door. That for, sound like Noble. I went to unlock the door for Noble, and he was just standing there at the door. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Kind of, kind of scary. Mm-hmm. But uh, ah, well, we did not see you here. I didn't see him at first because I was looking out. Oh, straight. you were looking straight, yeah. And, and then I was looking. I looked down, down and I was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, a couple of texts on the Knippelmeyer uh, Chevrolet text line. TJ, I've got a niece who graduated from OU on Sunday and wants to move to D.C. by herself next month. How safe did you feel walking around? Uh, very safe. Well, let's remember, folks, he was with a police officer. I was with a police time. officer, and there were fifty to 60,000 police officers in town at the time. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them in their uniform. I think D.C. So. is safe. You just got to uh, you know, know where to stay away from. There were certain areas, and we were told that. Like no, most nowhere, American cities? Nowhere that we were around. Mm-hmm. Um there was an area that the tent event was in, and we're like, I wonder why this event's out here. But it was in a old uh, uh, headquarters that had shut down, so it was a really large parking lot that had mm-hmm. they had fenced off. And so I'm guessing that's why it was much cheaper than finding that amount of area in D.C. Right. So it was on the outskirts. So, but yeah, no, we were completely felt completely safe walking around at time. You even uh, had a guy with a Nerf gun shooting at you. Now that like, guy eh, could not a big deal. That guy could be a little scary, but he was harmless. He was just like uh, <laughs> thought he was protecting his area. So, but no, I think uh, she'll be fine. Um, we we never anywhere we went, scooter or anything, we never felt like we were in any type of danger or anything at all, or in a bad area. If that makes sense. Take a break. When we come back, Noble McIntyre with us live in studio today here on the Ref. Back after this.